0: Hi, my name is Alon Strohshein, founder of The Normal 40. I am so glad you are here. If you're here, it's not by accident. Dude, you're searching. And I get it because I've been there. In February 2022, after 14 years, I left my job as a public company executive. And I left without a resume. I left without a bunch of jobs lined up. And I left without being independently wealthy. But I went in search of something more. I went in search of finding out exactly who it is I was capable of being. And I've learned that my mission in life is to inspire a thousand dudes to go chase their same journey. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you found this podcast because here we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it raw. And there are going to be thousands of dudes just like you who can't wait to hear what we talk about next, dude. Thanks for being here. I can't wait to see you along the normal 40 highway. Hello and welcome back to normal 40 the podcast. This one's a bit of a different episode than normal. My name is Adam. I'm usually your co pilot uh, on this journey. And this is the part where I would tell you that I'm joined by the lead pilot and a dude you need to know his name is Lon we've called a giant audible today Uh, and this is an episode i think it's gonna be very special very unique something that uh, we've wanted to do for a long time because when you think about what we're all going through on the normal 40 highway here you're going through change right and you're going through something different and and we've talked a lot about how that makes us as individuals feel how that makes you know us you know think about ourselves but we haven't really kind of you know dove into what that does to the people that are closest to us, the people that are around us on a daily basis. And so Lon was able to uh, convince his lovely wife, Mindy Strohshine, to, uh, to join us on this episode to share her perspective. So the other side of the normal 40 movement that Lon has started. So first off, Mindy, I appreciate you being willing to share uh, your little your story uh, and share kind of your side of the journey. I think it'll be very interesting, but thank you for, uh, for joining us on the show.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Adam. And hey, I'm okay being the flight attendant on this journey. So you know I'll come through and and uh, make sure your 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 glass is filled and uh, <laughs> and you're feeling good.
0: I suspect behind the scenes, Mindy, you're probably the the lead lead pilot, but we'll 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 get into all that later on as well. But I would say let us start here just to orient the audience. Um, you and Lon have known each other for kind of a long time. You know, give us a bit of the biography. How long have you and Lon been married? Um, you know, when did you guys all meet? Kind of give us the quick backstory about uh, about how long you've known Lon.
1: Sure. So we've been married for twenty years. Um, we both met in, um, about 21 years ago. So we only dated a year. Um, I was in my early twenties. He was more mid twenties and, uh, we met through mutual friends and, uh, he, I'm glad you're asking me this, Adam and not Lon, because he would give you a very long version, very exaggerated <laughs> version of the story. So I'll just give you the facts, but yeah, we met through uh, mutual friends, and, um, quickly just had a connection and, uh, and the rest is history.
0: T- take us to like early, uh, lawn career, right? He, he's kind of shared his career journey for, for those who don't know what was kind of early lawn career. Like what, you know, what did you see in him daily on a daily basis? What was his work ethic? Like, what was that experience like sort of being with lawn as the, as the early part of his career launched?
1: Uh, it's part of what drew me to him. Um, he, He's such an empathetic leader. Um, always had a servant heart. So um just a drive that was infectious. So everything he did was full force. He did everything a hundred percent, um always, you know, wanting to help others and help them be at their best. And and I saw that from Juan at the very get-go.
0: Well, so what's the flip side of that though, right? So he's, you know, obviously 100% at work and, and always helping folks from, from the family side. How did that impact you all? Because obviously those are really good traits from a leadership standpoint, but sometimes the byproduct of that is that that has to be sacrificed somewhere, right? The pool of time that anyone has as a human, you know, if you kind of cut that up, what did that sort of do for, for you? And, and especially as you, as you guys began having a family, how did those traits kind of impact, you know, what, what the, the home life was, was like with you and Lon and, and how, how available he was for you all as a family?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I gave up a teaching career to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, so he went to work and he would come home and, you know, on a Friday night, I had been home with the kids all week. I was ready to go out to dinner and he was exhausted. He, you know, he, and and now with the roles being reversed, I get that. I'm I'm back to teaching, and he's home, and so um, I know what that feels like. So in hindsight, yeah, looking back, um, I'm probably more understanding now than I was then. But um, yeah, even at home, though, he, you know, he he did his best to be a hands-on dad, um, <clears throat> a very supportive husband, um, but. I could absolutely see the, um, you know, just the energy he put in through the day did come down in the evening for sure.
0: Was there a point where, you know, did he recognize that? I guess, w- when do you think that maybe he first recognized that? Or because I think back to, you know, everyone sort of early in your career, you're starting off and it's kind of funny sometimes how that life arc takes place. You start off and you want to climb the ladder as fast as you can, right? Everyone always wants success quickly. Uh, and and sometimes you don't look at what what the byproduct of that is. Did you ever notice or, or seen or experience a time where he maybe you felt like he was a little bit? um uh, you know, unsure about that journey, or, or maybe something where he kind of recognized what the what that what that toll was taking as he kind of climbed his uh, his career ladder.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, Lon, as he shared, he has had a lot of um, career changes, and so I think he may have recognized that, and then that's when you know a career jump. I know, certainly, when his very first job. Um, when he worked for, uh, our Senator, that was a very demanding job. Lon did a lot of traveling. He was gone a lot. And that was difficult when we had, um, you know, two babies at home, 17 months apart or our oldest two. And so I absolutely think he recognized that. And that's when he made the jump into banking so he could be home more and, um, and not be um, gone so much on the road so much.
0: Well, take us. What is that like for, uh, for on the other end? Right. Obviously, your your spouse is, is making changes. They're they're trying to do some things differently. And, and your role in that scenario. Are you? are you supportive? Are you, you know, are you offering sort of your perspective? You know, was there ever a point where you felt like you had to say, Hey, you know, Lon, maybe we should step back a little bit or maybe you should kind of take a step back. What was your sort of your reaction as some of the changes he was making were taking place earlier in his career?
1: No, I think, I I think I was very supportive. Um, I love, you know, just Lon's energy again, you know, being an empathetic leader and just the drive that he had was so infectious. And I just love seeing him um, excited. I love that spark, and so every new opportunity that came around, that he would come home, he would talk to me about, and I just knew that's where he needed to go. And I felt that from him. I saw that in him, and so I was pretty encouraging um, to to be able to see that. And so, and the other thing that Lon did really well is you know, I was a stay-at-home mom, um, but he was extremely um, encouraging and supportive there for what I did. And I think that's a big, um, I think that's a big difference. You know, he supported me every day. He was in some way, shape or form would um, show me appreciation for what I did. And any success that he had on his end, he would always share that credit with me. And he would always voice, "I couldn't do what I could do, what I'm doing, if it wasn't for my wife." And so, it was easier for me to be supportive um, of that because he shared that with me. I mean, we, we from from day one, we were a team, and we've raised our children. to around that concept of we work as a team, one decision of one person affects all of us. So um, that's just, that's just who we are.
0: You you mentioned that the the, the kids Um, obviously as, as our kids all get older and you know, you sort of settle in with here's what mom does. Here's what dad does. Here's how that, how that construct works. Did you ever feel or sense from, from the kids, you know, questions about, Hey, is dad coming home tonight? Hey, you know, what time will dad be around? Was that ever a kind of a factor? Or is that something that you, you know, sort of uh, experienced that as long continue to grow his career?
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, and as, as a stay-at-home mom, that was hard sometimes for me because when they did get dad, it was so exciting for them to be able to have a one-on-one date, you know, with, with dad, go out to dinner, whatever. And then, you know, mom was just kind of old news. Well, she's always (laughs) here. I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. Look at, look at all that I do for you. I'm the one home all day and the one that schedules all the things and chauffeurs you around. So, um, uh, yeah, that, that part for sure was hard. And that's about the time where I came to lawn and said, Hey, I, you know, I love being at home, but I also, I left a job that I loved and, um, I just need something for me. And that's when I went back and got my master's degree in, in, in teaching. And he was extremely supportive of that. So
0: he, he talks a lot about, um, the, the marriage contract he bring you know, we, we've talked through that concept and, and a lot of shows, I can see you smiling on camera here. Cause I assume you've heard that, oh, that yeah. same speech before. Um, how is that a literal conversation you all have where it's like, this, is this is kind of contractually what we're each signing up for, or is that more of a metaphorical, just kind of understanding between, as you put it, like two people that are on the same team.
1: Yeah, it's definitely more metaphorical. Just, yeah, we, we're just a team. Um, you know, just that open line of communication. Um yeah.
0: So it sounds like if I have all this right, and in and, and feel free to, to correct me if I'm inaccurate anywhere, you know, Lon's having a sex a successful career, right? He's doing really well, he's he's moving up the ladder. Um, you've now have kind of gotten back into something you're passionate about. It seems like you know steam ahead. All systems go. Things are going okay. Um, you know, everyone sort of seems to be in a good space. Um, but yet internally, what we now know is that Lon was feeling a little bit differently, right? Um, and here's the thing I, I think about dudes in particular, right? We always think we're hiding stuff and we think we're really good at it. And and sometimes we are, but the reality is we're not as good as we think we are, right? And and I'm sure there are signs and there are tells, particularly for people who are with us kind of on a daily basis. So before Lon ever even brought to your attention, hey, I'm I'm feeling something differently here. Was there a moment where you recognized a difference in him, where you were like, okay, this is interesting. I'm not, I'm not used to seeing or hearing this kind of stuff from Lon.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up. So, and Lon's probably going to hear this for the first time, but when he, his last position, when he went from leading and managing a team of, of people to doing mergers and acquisitions, I immediately was like, whoa, hold on here. Your gift, what you do so well is leading people. You have a vision and you just bring people along so well and, um, and lead them into your, you know, where you want your team to go and you do that so wonderfully. And so I was a little hesitant on that, but I, you know, kind of supported that. Well, I, I was right. I saw it, you know, he, again, he, he left a company he loved. He is still friends with the CEO and, and, and his coworkers. Um, so he wasn't unhappy, but I talk about the spark earlier. I saw that, that spark just wasn't there, that fire, that passion, Um, he was coming home and I could just, I could read that. And I should have, you know, when I look back, I should have said something sooner. And I didn't.
0: Um, if I can ask, I know it's a really tough question. Uh, what was the hesitancy on your part for, for not maybe bringing that to his attention or not bringing that up in that moment of time? What, what, what do you think kind of caused you to kind of recoil and, and keep that in?
1: Easy. Lon always was knew what he wanted. He just he, he has, like I said, he had a drive. He's always had a vision. Um, he's our rock in our family. And I just, I've always trusted his decisions. Um, he's never steered us wrong. And so I just, um, felt he, he, you know, I'm seeing things wrong. He's, he's in a position he loves. I, it's, it's, it's gotta be me. And, um, I should have brought it up sooner, and I, and, and I didn't, and that's a regret that I have.
0: Well, what's the time frame? So, but, but, but you know, and the time frame where you kind of recognize that and the time frame where it maybe it becomes more common, maybe you start talking about it, how, how much time elapsed between your first initial kind of gut instinct and the time where it sort of became known either through lawn or through conversations. That's kind of how he was feeling as well.
1: That's a good question, Adam. I, you know, I wish I could tell you um, weeks or months, but we're probably talking a few years.
0: And what, I guess, what kind of impact did you see from Lon on a, on a day-to-day basis, right? Was, you know, was he just not as happy? Was he just not, you know, was he talking differently? Was he, you know, was he tired more? I guess, what are the physical manifestations that you maybe saw or experienced during that, you know, couple of year period where you recognized, hey, this the spark is getting lower, but it hadn't yet sort of, you know, come, come to light, if you will, that that's where he was at?
1: Yeah, you know, again, it's not, it, it wasn't the unhappiness, but it might, it was more, Um, the stories like he'd come home, you know, prior to that, and just tell me about, um, oh, you should have seen so and so today, they were just thriving on this, or gosh, we got this through and we worked so hard on this. And again, when he went to mergers and acquisitions, I think it's something Lon was very, very good at, but he didn't have the people stories that I was always used to hearing. Um, and so. I just sort of, I don't know, like just a deflation there um, mm. in him, and uh, that's that's just kind of what I noticed. His energy wasn't as, um, you know, as high as as what I had seen it to be.
0: I'm going to ask you an impossible question to know the answer to, and, and I'll also ask this to Lon later on as well, so I can fact check it. If if he never takes that role in mergers and acquisitions. Are we where we are right now?
1: Whew, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, I think so. I think we are still where we are. I think that this is um, something that probably has been building in him. And I think he could have been here maybe sooner, mm-hmm. maybe not. Um, but there is no question that this is exactly where he is meant to be.
0: So Lon's told the story a few times on uh, on different episodes about um, a conversation you all had. And it centers around one phrase that he used in that conversation. And that phrase is, maybe my work here is done. Can you take us to your side of that conversation, right? If you've listened to previous episodes, and if not, I encourage you to go back and, and hear some of those stories. Um, you know, Lon obviously came to you. It sounds like you were in a, a bit of a, a restaurant style setting, and he says something to the effect of, "I think my work here is done." What's what's the opposite reaction from you? How are you in taking that information in that in that part of the conversation?
1: Yeah, I. It started with me. Um, this is where I realized I need to. I need to get to the bottom of what my husband is feeling. Um, And so on our drive to Minneapolis, we just getting away for a weekend. And I said, there's something that I'd really like to talk to you about. And of course, you know, when you say that your spouse is going, oh my gosh, what's going (laughs) on? (laughs) What? Um, but no, so we, you know, we had dinner and, and afterwards we're sitting at this rooftop bar. I remember like it was yesterday, I could tell you what I was wearing, I could tell you what he was wearing. And I just brought up what I felt. I just said, you know, I just, um, I'm seeing that the spark just isn't in you anymore. And, um, I know that you're not doing what you, want to be doing for the rest of your life and he just immediately um teared up and i could just see that he just needed me to give him permission and i had no idea that i had that uh power Mm. because, like i said our whole marriage lawn has been a risk taker he just is a risk taker he loves the adventure. I love the adventure. He's never had a problem coming to me prior to this with, a you know, a career change. And so I didn't, I didn't realize he needed me to tell him it's okay. I think that this might be a path that you need to discover because we didn't know what that we didn't know it was the, at the end of the path. He didn't know that. But I think it's something that you need to explore. And he really needed me to say that.
0: So wh- how did that change? Uh, so the next day, you know, now that the conversation's taken place, how did that change sort of even, even the way he interacted um, sort of the way that you you all and, and you saw him sort of as a, as a person at that point. I, I mean how much I, I imagine I'm, I'm just guessing here you can you can keep me honest on this. I imagine that feel that must feel like a giant weight lifting off your shoulders, right? When you finally can have that conversation with somebody that's obviously has important in your life. I imagine, did you see pretty instantly kind of that weight lift off his shoulder and just kind of see, okay, there's I, I can see a change just in that conversation?
1: 100 percent. Um, you know, of course, this is something Lon has been thinking about. He had done some writing. He's a writer. So he had done quite a bit of writing about this. Um, I think he was just nervous or scared or just had this fear of, of telling me, even though I've supported him his entire, his entire life. And it, like I said, in all of his career changes, but um you know, I, I think as a dude, if you will, um, you sort of climb that ladder, right? You, you know, you, you get the job promotion, you get the higher paycheck, you get the, the title, um, that, that image that long talks about. And then to say, yeah, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that was just, something that was really, um, you know, he just maybe just didn't know how I was going to react. And for me as the spouse, I, I just want you happy. I want you sharing the gifts that, that you have. And I knew from the start that mergers and acquisitions was not it for him. So Um, yeah, I immediately, to answer your question immediately the next day, he started to share with me what he had wrote, um, what he was feeling like it just opened the door of communication, which he really needed. And so that spark started to come back and he started down a path of exploring what's next. What do I do with this?
0: As he walks down that path, obviously it's littered with unknowns, right? To your point at that conversation, at that moment in time on that rooftop bar in Minneapolis, there, there wasn't, the normal 40 wasn't there, right? That was not in, in the in the mirror, so to speak, right? So he's kind of walking down that unknown path, which creates a, a lot of unknown, frankly. Um, and and as an extension of, of his family, you are going to be impacted by that unknown, right? There's, there's clearly an opportunity where you in your family would be impacted by that. W- were, were there ever any internal concerns that you had? And maybe you didn't voice them to Lon at the time, as you kind of think through, man, like, you know, are we gonna have to move? Are we gonna have to, you know, sell the house? Are we gonna have to do this and that? Or were there any sort of internal struggles for you that said, okay, I want to support my husband, and I want to support what he wants to be. But did you have some of that stuff in your in your gut to say, like, oh, this is going to be really interesting? And were there concerns on your part?
1: Absolutely. I mean, talk about a role reversal. Um, I suddenly, so I had gone back to teaching. I teach kindergarten. Um, and so immediately I thought, oh my goodness, um, can we, you know, what can we all afford on my salary? Um, the kids, yeah, the school, you talk about the school district. Absolutely. Um, you know, well, we have to sell the house. And for sure, I thought about all that. But what it came down to, I mean, really is, um, I don't know, just something about seeing lawn following a dream. And I just, that's so inspiring to me when people take risks and follow a dream. It's inspiring. And I was inspired by him. I was inspired by the vision and willing to sacrifice it all to see him um, go after something that I knew in some way would help others and serve serve them. That servant heart was coming back. And I was so excited for that. So that's what I hung on to. and all those, negative, you know, fearful, um, questions that would creep in. I just sort of shoved those aside and said, let's go for it.
0: And Lana, I talked about this on, on a previous episode as well. Um, and I, it's a little bit of my own self journey is, is I have, I have two kids uh, they're, they're as we talk now, they're 15 and 10. And I, I think there's any parent does, right? We never want our kids to go through anything heartbreaking. We never want to, we always want to protect our kids, right? We want to make sure they're safe and they're happy. Um, and I envision a conversation where you go to your kids and say, Hey, we're going to make some changes. And it's going to impact your life as a spouse you know, and I put this in air quotes, you kind of sign up for that, right? When you when you hit that altar, and you say till death do his part, for better or worse, you, you sort of sign up for that you, you, Lon calls it a contract, right? But it's a spiritual contract between you and your spouse, when you say those words out loud, the kids are a byproduct of that. Were you at all not concerned, but just like nervous that how am I ever going to explain this to the kids or how, you know, is this fair to do to the to the kids who are maybe looking for something in life or trying to experience something? Because I imagine for, for me personally, and I'll just internalize it for myself, that certainly is a moment that, you know, I think would have a ton of weight and gravity on me. How did you kind of think through, okay, I'm okay with this and Lon's okay with this, but how do we now explain this to the kids?
1: Yeah, well, again, you know, I talk about we've raised them to be a team and one Uh, decision affects all of us the part that I really liked for them is to you know at at this point our kids we've got a freshman in college we have a 17 year old and we've got a 10 year old and especially for our older two um, it was really important for me that they could see it's okay to make a change in your life no matter what age you are The second that joy is gone and you just wake up and you're not happy doing what you're doing, it's okay to explore that, be curious about that feeling. Um, And so I think I was actually, I wasn't really that nervous about it. I was more excited for them to, um, be able to just to see that, that change and be excited about it. And for them, um, you know, just the pressure for, for, for kids these days in that age, you know, I'm in education, so it's, it really is. It's a lot of pressure that, that they go through, especially at that age. And so for them to know, Hey, it's okay. If you want to change your major, if you think you're going here and suddenly you shift here, it's okay to do that. Your dad is a byproduct of that. And, and we're going to be okay.
0: Yeah, that's such a great message. And it's so powerful to, to, I think, for for kids to see their parents, you know, I don't want to say struggle, right? I'll put that in air quotes, but to see some of that change, right? To understand that not everything's always going to be sunshine and roses. You're going to fall down. Sometimes you're going to skin your knee, but you can dust yourself off and sort of move forward. And I think that's a great learning lesson overall. But you talk about Lon sort of experiencing this, this path of this path of the unknown. What does that mean? Was he, was he trying different courses? Was he, you know, was he looking for new jobs? Was he, you know, going back to school? What was that unknown period of time like after the conversation, after the I think I'm done here moment? Where did he start next? What did did he start sort of doing, you know, right after that moment?
1: Yeah, I think everything was just he was just open to everything that was coming his way. Um, And, you know, Lon is is well known in our community. He's got a great reputation. He's worked hard for that. So he had some things come his way and he was open to those things. So he just started to you know, explore some of those, uh, options. Um, I watched him do, again, he's, he he sort of expresses his feelings in his writing. So he just kept, you know, writing. Um, I think his vision was, was in a part of that. Um, and I can't remember exactly when the whole normal 40 came up, but when it did, it was just kind of like, ah, this is awesome. You know, I want to, I got to, I think I've got something here.
0: Well, obviously, you know, it's, it's easy to look at it now and say, we we see what you have, right. But that first moment where he says, I've got something, um, what was your reaction? Were you like, Hey, that's never going to work. Like, Hey, nice try. Like, Hey, let's find something with an actual W too. What was your reaction when he was like, Hey, I've got this crazy idea.
1: I thought it was great because I'm a woman. We go out with friends all the time. We look, dudes. We spill it all when we go out to, with our girlfriends. We talk like, all the things. Sounds like
0: another episode we you need know, to record. Right? There we go. Yeah.
1: Um. And so, you know, I I said, bring it up. Like, find some, test it a little bit. And and once he started to do that, he started to find. Um, there were so many men and 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 I'm I, I can tell you women as well but he his sure. audience is sort of dudes so that just feel that and they just have a really hard time admitting it um you know telling their spouse their friends this is what I'm feeling it's just really tough on on men from what I've, I found. And it's typically not for us women.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, so true. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny, uh, for those who were in the group on LinkedIn, you, you see messages every day and you sort of see the, the, some folks getting comfortable and it's funny Lon calls himself the mistress because a lot of people sort of, you know, stalk his page, but are afraid to say something for a period of time. until you sort of get over that hump, but all right, so now he's got this crazy idea. He's expressed it to you. You all have talked about it. You you see a path forward. He says, hey, I'm going to give this a shot. Right. So he's kind of working and building that in the background, but he's still got his job. He's still got the role that he had, the role that maybe he wasn't comfortable with. Um, and he's kind of expressed to us that that pivot point moment where he has an opportunity you know, to potentially sign a new contract and or, or, or stay with the company or to potentially leave the company at that point. Take us through that decision process when when he sits down or he comes home from, from whatever the work or whatever experience was. And he says, I think I'm going to leave. How did that information land on your ears? When you finally heard him say, I'm going to leave the role that I have.
1: Yeah. um, Again, I, I was excited for him. I was inspired by that. That takes courage and guts and all the things that, I just admire about people and always have. Um, And so I, I, I was really excited for him to just explore a new journey.
0: How did that work for you just as a family? Did you, did you have to sit down and kind of work out the logistics, right? I mean, Lon talks about kind of the math of, of some of these and, and making the trade. Did you all have to sit down and kind of map out the sort of the structure, the plan and how this would work when he walked away?
1: No, we just pretty much jumped off the cliff, Adam. <laughs> and went all in. That's just how we are. We, we enjoy the adventure, right? Have a, have a little fun with the adventure. Um, we'll figure out all that detail as, as we go along. I don't know. That's kind of what it felt like to me. I'm sure he did that. Um, But I don't know. It was just that, that adventure that, that it was just exciting. Again, like I said, I've, I've witnessed him in a, in a job that I truly didn't feel was serving him. And so For me, I just was so excited for this new path he was going to take. I got to see that the spark was back, the flame was lit, and that's what that's what brought me joy.
0: So, uh, he he, normal forty is born right at that at that moment in time. Like to your you know to your point, it's probably a sketch on a napkin. It's probably an idea in his head. You know, it's not a fully functioning item, Uh, and it and it takes a while for that to kind of take hold. How much time and energy was, was Lon putting into sort of building what we now know to know to be the normal 40? How much how much of his day of his week what was was he kind of consumed in and, and now chasing down this new idea? And and what change did you see in him during that period of time?
1: Yeah, um, a lot. He still does. I I got home last night and he said, Oh, just one more, one more email. You just wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe the stories. Just one more email. And two hours later, I'm like, Lon time to, to end this, but you know, I just, I love it. He, um, he's every day. He just sees a need. And I, I think he's just blown away at the number of, of people that come to him that say, God, I feel the same way. I feel the exact same way. You're speaking my language. Um, I still think he's blown away at that. And, and he's, um, inspired by that. And he, you know, it's a purpose. And so I think that just built, it just keeps building that, that fire in him to, um, to help others.
0: As he's been on this journey, has there been a moment where you maybe had some concern Maybe you had a little bit of of fear or trepidation about where this was heading and and what this could really be. Uh, Even if you didn't express it at the time, did you internally have any, any concerns or any sort of just, just feelings of, of unknown and uncertainty?
1: Absolutely. And I mean, I wouldn't be human if I didn't, and I still do, you know, this is a great thing for Lon right now. Um, Is it bringing in anything financially? Not really. So of course there's that. Um, I mean, let's be honest, I'm a teacher, so you can look up what my salary is. Um, so absolutely, that just the financial um, piece of it, I wouldn't be human if I wasn't, you know, kind of thinking, uh, where is this going? What's the, you know, we still really don't know. Um, but I just always come back to there is a need, lawn has a gift and what better is that? You know, when you just never know. Um, I lost a brother to leukemia when he was very young. My whole childhood was watching him um, suffer with cancer. And so I learned very, very young how precious life is. And you get one life. And I've always had that attitude of, um, take the risk and have, you know, I would much rather get to the end of my journey and have no regrets. And so that's, that piece of it just is priceless.
0: One of the things that, that Lon talks about a lot, and it's so it's so true, is, is just the concept of, of status and, and ego and sort of who who you are, right? What's What's been the reaction as you've gone to your friends, your family, uh, and you've shared the news? Hey, everybody, great news. Lon left this great job, right, public company executive, and now he's doing this thing on the Internet, right? Uh, what's the reaction sort of been? How long did, it, I guess, it take you to even get comfortable doing that? Uh, because again, and this is no uh, disrespect to, to you or anybody else, but it, sometimes it takes some courage to to sort of go out there and say those things. How quickly or were you able to do that? And what sort of reaction do you get from people now when you tell them that story?
1: Well, let me answer that first as the spouse. So sure. it's interesting being with Lon and prior to his job, he would just march in and, hey, I'm the executive director of mergers and acquisitions, and it would just roll off his tongue, right? And then with this, I've heard him just sort of be a little bit hesitant. And so mm-hmm. I actually brought it up to him and I said, how come you're not, you're not answering what you do with as much uh, satisfaction or, you know, um, you're a little more hesitant now? And he's like, oh, gosh, you're Right. I need to work on that. So my point is, uh, image is, is a real thing for, okay. and I don't know if it's more dudes than women. I, I, I don't know, but for me, um, I, I have no problem saying the one hard part about saying you know, this is what Lon's doing is it's really, it's hard to really, there's not really a title for it. You know, I it's not really because people will come back and they'll say, oh, so like a life coach, you know, it's just, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. So I, I, I would do better if it actually had a title. I don't really know what to call him. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> dude on the internet, I think is what he calls himself. I, in, I, in I most setting, right? a dude
1: You should know. Yeah. I do. Yes. You should know. So I, I should probably, yeah. Start sharing that.
0: Yeah. How about for you, as you went through this journey, just from a personal perspective, did you have friends and family that you were kind of leaning on to kind of, you know, share your experiences, kind of what you're going through? Uh, Obviously, Lon's going through, you know, what he is, and you all have each other, who did you or or how are you able to lean on others to kind of help you through that period of time to, you know, you you mentioned earlier, you know, dudes, dudes don't talk, women do talk, right? Like, how how, how much, you know, were you able to are comfortable sharing with some of your friends and, and family members?
1: Yeah. Um, so my parents, and I think Lon touched on this a bit with the acceptance, um, you know, they're just in that generation. They just, you know, they work hard at their one job and, um, um, it's, it's a, it's a generational thing. So I think, you know, my parents just had a hard time really relating to what it is that he's doing, but yet, I mean, big fan, they're big fans of lawn. They're, they're supportive in that way, but just didn't really get it. Um, my girlfriends were super excited about it. You know, just knowing lawn, um, he just has this gift of listening, a gift of speaking, and they know that part of him. So they were so supportive and, um, you know, just like me, I think they just suddenly just saw this spark come alive again in him um and and we're we're incredibly supportive, yeah.
0: So here's the beauty of the normal 40, right? There, there's a dude out there right now who's been listening to episodes, who's been reading posts on LinkedIn, who's been thinking about these things. And he maybe he hasn't shared with his spouse yet. Maybe his wife does not know this is what's what's happening. And this episode is going to be playing. And it's going to be 40 minutes into which it is right now. And he's going to say to himself, you know what? I I need to I need to go have that conversation with my spouse. I need to, I need to open up. I, it, this is time. And maybe he plays this episode for, for his spouse and they get to this part and, uh, and and they're, they're, they're listening together. And the question I'm sure the spouse, you know, is asking, uh, that I want to ask you now is what advice do you have for, for that spouse? who's maybe just hearing this information for the first time, maybe just understanding or, or or being told this for the first time that their husband's going through this, that their dude is kind of going through this. What advice would you give those individuals um, who are just about to hear this news or maybe just heard it?
1: Yeah. Um, Don't wait to ask the question like I did. Um, Women are really good communicators Men need a nudge. So open that door, crack it open just a little bit with a question. Um, Hey, you know, are you happy doing this? Are you, do you see yourself doing this in five to 10 years? Give them that permission to communicate a feeling, um, a dream, something that they just haven't been able to communicate, but yet you can see it. Um, I didn't realize the power that I had with that, and I wished I would have done it sooner. And so, and if you're the dude, please know that your spouse, like, we are here for you. Like, we just want to see you happy. And I, you know, I'm older now and looking back, I didn't realize the pressure that men put on themselves with that balancing, you know, um, going to work and uh, kids. And it's it's a lot. And, and having this perception that you need to you know, I'm here now and this is where my wife wanted us to be and we have this lifestyle and we want, you know, this is, this is, um, I can't go back now. I can't, I can't change a direction. I promise you, you can, and you just have to be vulnerable and share, um, share it, share your feelings with, with your spouse, because honestly, we, we just want to see you happy. We want a happy human coming through the door. Um, that's what that's what we want.
0: What's been the most fun part of this journey for you, I Minnie? Mean, I know this is very—it's a heavy subject material, right? But you know, it sounds like in, in the forty-three minutes you and I have gotten to know each other, it sounds like you're definitely one who enjoys risk, enjoys life. Uh, you know, wants to wants to have some fun, wants to enjoy the journey. What's been the most fun part about this entire experience for you?
1: Yeah. Um, and I am, I am equally as much of a risk taker and adventure. Um, my friends will tell you that, but the unknown has been just fun. It's been fun, um, to just sort of walk through that, uh, unknown and the curious and the exploration. Um, it has, it's been fun, but the best part about it is, is that I get to see um a husband who is doing something every day that he loves that he is good at i mean he there is just no question that he has a gift and he is exploring that and he is sharing that and in return he is helping others um change a path from uh a life that they're on that they, you know, they're not living another day, going down the same road um that they're on, that they're they're switching paths to something that they've been curious about. And for Lon to be a part of that journey um is so rewarding to him. I mean, he gets really hung up on, on some of those stories. Just it's, it's, he shared some of those stories with me and, um, yeah, there's just a lot of inspiring, um, stories out there.
0: Ultimately, what do you think will make Lon successful on this journey? Sounds like the way that that he's wired, uh, and sort of the way that he is from a servant leader perspective, from an empathetic perspective. What do you? I assume you have no doubts he'll be successful on this journey. What do you think will make him successful? What What is it about him that you know that this 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 movement, whatever it becomes, whatever it sort of morphs into, what about it has you saying to yourself, "I know this will be a success"?
1: Um he is on mission. He talks about that. And it is so true. He's just not, you know, it it goes back to his character. He's just gonna, he's got a drive. He's got a passion. He's got a gift and he's full force ahead and he's committed. He's committing to helping others. Um, I have no doubt that he'll keep, he's going to keep going.
0: So I gotta ask though, the first time he comes in the room and he's talking about the guard and the lantern and the mission and the ramble, you had to be like, "What are you talking about?" Was there did it take you some time to kind of get used to uh, some of the some of the things that he's kind of thinking about and sharing with others?
1: No, because I'm so cheesy like that. I loved <laughs> it. I loved that analogy. I thought it was great. He shared that with me, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Lon, that's so wonderful. That's exactly who you are." You serve a purpose for each individual in, in the exact way that you just described it. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant.
0: Well, Mindy, we appreciate you taking some time. And, and I think this is a really important episode and one that Lon's been wanting to do for a while because, you know, normal 40 just isn't the the one person potentially going through something. It, it's, you know, what I call the board of directors, the individuals that support that person that are also experienced as well. So I think it's very powerful to kind of hear you talk about, you know, what it is that you experienced and the way that uh, the way that you supported Lon and the way that you really, in some respects, were that were the key that unlocked you know him down this path in this journey so i appreciate you for being vulnerable and sharing more about the journey along the way and sharing more about your experience with uh with normal 40 uh, i know lon appreciates it as well and hopefully all the uh, all the listeners out there took something from this again shameless plug if you're not already make sure you, you head over to linkedin there's a, a normal 40 group that's closed uh lon started that group with a goal i think of trying to get just a couple hundred dudes in there i think we're over two thousand dudes in that group right now so uh if you're on the fence about in- introducing yourself, if you're on the fence about talking to your spouse if you're on the fence about anything hopefully some of the things that Mindy shared with you today will give you some give you some some uh some strength uh give you some uh, give you some hope that um sometimes the conversation is better received than you think it will but Mindy we appreciate you have taken the time to, to join us and uh thanks for everyone showing up and uh, and and being vulnerable and uh we will uh we'll we'll be back soon with a new episode of Noma 40 take care